Welcome back everybody to episode 3 of my podcast and today I'm going to be talking about emotions and eating. Now I've spent the last few days thinking about eating, what we eat, our emotions, how it all interconnects with each other. Now I was going to have a live guest audience with me talking about meditation today but instead what I've decided to do is I've actually had a lot on my mind so I thought I could talk it out to you to you audiences and get some responses and see how what you all think. Just throw it out there so we can all discuss it together. Now, I've been thinking, for example, if we are, there's two types of people. So there's a type of person who eats all the things that are correct. So they'll wake up, they'll have a healthy breakfast, they might go to the gym, they might have a healthy lunch, avoid carbs, do every single thing, basically have a healthy dinner, eat before five o'clock and do all the exercising, sleep enough, all correctly. Then there's the other type of person and we might wake up, we might skip breakfast, we might not have breakfast. We might basically have lunch, skip lunch, eat more at dinner, eat late, sometimes buy some takeaways for lunch or, or dinner. And I've been thinking, what is to say that one way is right and one way isn't right. So I've done some research about basically how sugar, carbs can all affect our blood and about a little bit about diabetes, which I wasn't really aware of because I had increased my sugar intake. So I was getting a little bit worried. Uh, I was feeling a little bit tired and I've actually discovered that exercises Exercise does cause the muscles to use more glucose. So over time, this lowers your blood sugar levels. Now, basically what I've thought to myself is between these two types of different people, I've known personally myself at least three people who've had different diseases. So diseases like cancer and diabetes. And those group of people who I thought my whole life were eating the right foods and what they should be eating, actually with with the ones who got really unwell. And then of course, there's the second type of group, which I was talking about, we have the I mean, the casual takeaway, you don't always have breakfast, you don't sleep the eight hours as they recommend. Yet, at the same time, you seem to be you may have more weight on you, but you might not have any of those kind of serious diseases that make you really sick. And I was thinking, moral languaging. I mean, with moral languaging, what is moral language? What is right or wrong, should or shouldn't? If you wake up in the morning and you just have a coffee, you skip breakfast, and you basically just eat when you're hungry, is that wrong? Or... Do you need to be getting up, eating breakfast, and then basically having lunch, doing your routine? In the end of the day, I'm guessing all that matters is, even if you do eat that odd sandwich with the pieces of bread that they say you shouldn't eat, and I say that with quotation marks, is that really wrong? Is that really something you shouldn't be doing? I mean, if you're having the one sandwich a day with salad and it, chicken, As opposed to going out and, for example, picking up some takeaways like KFC or McDonald's. If you balance the two, what is worse? But then if you also have the McDonald's, but you have it once a month, is that bad? Will that affect you if you're still exercising every single day? So it comes down to these words, should, shouldn't, again, right, wrong, 
bad, good? What is this moral languaging that we all keep using? Perhaps nothing is bad and nothing is good. Maybe everything is balanced because in the end of the day, when we think we're making a decision, we're so busy looking at what the positives are, we don't actually see that it will have just as many drawbacks as it will have positives. And I've also seen that when we make decisions, we really can't choose. For example, my decision, do I stay in one city or do I go back home to another city? When I see all the positives of moving back to my hometown, I love the idea of it. But then I find the drawbacks and it basically balances itself out. And the same with every single decision. If I move back home, what are the positives? What are the drawbacks? Everything has a positive. So everything is just balanced. There is no good. There is no bad. It's the same as how we judge someone. We meet someone and we see they might be overweight. And straight away, we label them. We label them as they eat bad foods. They eat the wrong foods. They put on weight. And they're fat. They're chubby. They don't look after themselves. What I think is important with weight gain quite often is what actually lies beyond that? What is it about that person that has made... What what is it? Is it cultural? Is it your background? Is it... Has something happened to you? Have you had certain sexual experiences that have happened that have prevented you wanting to get that kind of attention from people? Personally, for me, I have made a lot of excuses. I've blamed certain friends because we would go out every weekend and we would eat. So I blamed them for it when really I could have said no or ordered a healthier option and I held myself accountable, which I didn't do. I have also, for a lot of it, blamed a lot of sexual experiences I experienced as a child. And I guess something that I didn't realize is that these experiences actually prevent you from loving yourself. There are so many things in our lives that stop us from loving ourselves. And so often we're so busy worried about what other people think about us that we really forget about us. I think that we look towards others for inspiration. We look for positive quotes. We look for, we read books about people who have made it successful. But what we don't realize is the most biggest inspiration that could really be really an inspiration is your own story. It's you. It's how you have taken control of your life. Now, there are no negatives and you've tried a diet. You lost, you didn't, you lost it. You didn't you failed. There's no such thing as failing. You didn't fail. You tried it. You saw what didn't work. You saw how long your diet lasted. Pick yourself up, brush yourself up, and just carry on. Like I said, even one kilo a month in 12 months is still more than somebody who isn't doing anything. We need to look at ourselves and love ourselves because if we think about it, take a look at the human body. The human body, we have cuts, it heals itself. We have surgery, the scars heal over time. We have a bleeding nose, it stops. Whatever we, so the body actually looks after us. It does, it looks after us. It keeps our blood pumping, the heart keeps us going and alive. Imagine having a Lamborghini and running it on diesel. We, the body runs us. So why do we constantly fail to look after the one thing that we have to live in for the rest of our lives? All of us want to live as long as possible. We want to live, we want to enjoy, we want to experience, we want to feel, we want to meet new people, we want to get out there and see what's out there. 
But really, what we're doing is we're shortening our own lives with our own beliefs, our own emotions that are causing all these stresses. What if every time someone told you something you didn't like, instead of focusing on why you didn't like it, focus on how it could benefit you. So take an example. Somebody walks up to you and says, I don't like your top. And how does that benefit you? You know, they will criticize your top, say it's it's ugly, it's sunny outside, why are you wearing such a hot top? Or it could be cold and you're dressed like it's summer. People constantly judge, 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 judge. But if you actually became comfortable in your own skin, none of these judgments would really matter because you would see that if you wore a certain kind of top, on that day, you had your reasons why. You don't need to explain it. I used to care what people thought of me. And then, really, I just thought to myself, you know, when my next bill comes, I will pay for my bill with their opinions. And obviously, it declined. <laughs> and that's just what it became. Other people's opinions. So, third podcast. I've only gonna, I'm going to keep it short. It's only 10 minutes brief. And what I want you all to think about today is just languaging should shouldn'ts right wrongs judging people when you meet someone you judge them you could be meeting somebody who is wearing shoes for two dollars yet they have more money in their bank account than most people could dream of you could be meeting the complete opposite someone who has the most expensive shoes with nothing in their bank accounts and they're starving We judge people constantly. You find out that somebody has a job that you don't approve of and you judge them. But why is that wrong? That's what they want to do. Why judge someone? What is the reason we're judging them? How about looking at ourselves first? Figuring out what works for us. Learning about benefits to us. The drawbacks. Seeing that every situation is balanced. And basically from here, we're going to our fourth episode next week. Which will be all about meditation. And how meditation affects our bodies, basically. How it affects our eating. And we have a special guest coming in. And she will is basically a meditational guru. She's a Buddhist. And she will discuss how all of it comes in together. Thank you for listening. And I look forward to your joining me next time. Thank you. Bye-bye.